everybody! I'm Lauren. I'm Bree. And welcome to Imaginary Library. crackhead energy tonight boys <laughs> oh Good. man hello lads ladies and non-binary daisies today <laughs> we are going to be talking about children's books yep from picture books all the way to good old fifth grade chapter books hell yeah brother <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what this energy is. it's it's been a weird day it's been a weird, weird day. Oh, man. But I'm excited. <laughs> I woke up and listened to detailed account of Jeffrey Dahmer's life, so we're... we're <laughs> I got off on a good start. Oh, man. I kicked a bunch of men's ass in the siege. It was great. What a great day. Mm, nice. <laughs> oh, hey! Guys, it's August! It's Isn't it... Okay, when this yeah. episode comes out, it's August 1st or 2nd? Uh, 2nd. August it's 2nd. August second, yeah. <laughs> I, was just trying to, I was I was about to say happy birthday for whatever reason. But just that doesn't make fucking sense. No, it doesn't. Oh, happy oh, August. Hello. Should oh before we start, should we talk about our book of the month for this month? Yeah, we gotta talk about August book club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This month we will be reading House of Salt and Sorrows by Erin A. Craig. It's a fairy tale retelling. Very good, very excited to talk about that one. So if you want to read along this month, pick up a copy, read it, and join us on I don't have my calendar open. <laughs> Frantically opening Frantic. my calendar oh app. My Hold on. Oh, oh. We didn't plan August, August 30th. August 30th. Hell yeah. Our episode on August 30th where we will talk about the book in detail. <laughs> I opened my cal calculator app instead of my calendar app. I'm like, where is it? I'm just staring at the fucking keypad. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, so. <laughs> Hello. Read along with us this month and be ready for that episode. Very excited. Last month's I think went really well. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> but yeah, August is also back to school for most places, in mm -hmm. America at least. Yep. So we thought we'd do a lot of childhood-themed uh, episodes this month. <laughs> <laughs> Words did not come to me for a second there. We're nailing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nailing it. Nailing it. But yeah, so we wanted to do uh, books we grew up with, and then uh, later in the we can talk about later episodes. Yeah, later in the later in the month, we're gonna be talking about like the required reading books. Were some of them good? Were some of them like we just had to hurry up and read the chapter to finish that fucking assignment? We're gonna talk all about it, and it's gonna be uh, was it the Peter Pan episode? Yes, you're. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bree's gonna cover some uh, Peter Pan retellings. Mm-hmm. I have lots of feelings. The good, good, the bad, the ugly. The good, the bad, the very ugly, and everything <laughs> in between, so I'm excited for that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, so August is looking like a lot of fun, and I think today's episode's gonna be fun, too. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Should we start? Where should we start? The beginning? Uh, let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lot of singing today. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> what are some picture books you read as a kid, Brie? The, the main one that comes to mind, and I always loved it, uh, uh, Rainbow Fish, what is it called? Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't read that one, really. You didn't no. read that one? I didn't read Rainbow Fish. It's so good. I'm pretty sure. I have to let me look it up. Hold on. Rainbow mm-hmm. Fish. I, I loved it because at the, I don't know if it was like at the time in like the 90s and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we were, cause I went, I was in school like 1998, 99. So, mm-hmm. ooh, revealed the age. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember like all of us freaking out at like the design of the actual book. And, of course, our elementary school was right there by the sea. Mm-hmm. Flip's hair in California. <laughs> <laughs> our high school, like the high school we was supposed to go to, had a surf team. Nice. Any hoosies. So, back to the book. That, that was one of my favorite, like, children's, like, picture books. Mm-hmm. Um, it was The Rainbow Fish. I don't, I, if you ask me what the plot was, I do not fucking remember. Oh, no, I don't remember the plot of, like, half of these <laughs> that I have written down. I'm gonna be I real just, honest. I just remember The Rainbow Fish, like, I think they're, hold on. You look up what the actual plot is and let me I try will. to see if I remember it. Good so, reads, here we go. Alright, so I'm pretty sure the plot was about The Rainbow Fish going through the ocean looking for his mom i think because we're looking for other rainbows and i remember like the last book the last page was like all rainbow and colorful i'm pretty sure that you were just going through the ocean and then it's just like the rainbow fish was like big and then small and there's like different like sharks and shit and they were just swimming along in the sea and then met their mom i think i think that's how it went I don't think that's how it actually went, judging by your face. See, what you described to me sounds a lot like Finding Nemo. (laughs) Is it not Finding Nemo? (laughs) What? Um, it's about the rainbow fish has these, like, beautiful, like, holographic scales that no one else has, and everyone's jealous of him. And so... Um, but he's, he's vain and doesn't want to share his scales. <laughs> so he, he asks other people for advice. Um, and they say that they, he should share his scales. <laughs> the <hell kind laughs> and, um, he basically just goes throughout the ocean and shares scales. And like, when he shares his scales, he feels better. <laughs> what kind of book is this? <laughs> It's the rainbow fish, Brie! <laughs> no, wait, hold on! The rainbow fish wasn't that I pretentious! Just, the rainbow I, fish was cool! The rainbow fish was magical! What do you mean the rainbow fish was fucking vain and The an rainbow asshole? fish was an asshole Why until he we- learned to share, Brianna! <laughs> this is a book for five-year-olds! The rainbow fish didn't need to share? Why should the rainbow fish share scales? It's not the rainbow fish's fault that it grew scales! What? You're sounding an awful lot like the rainbow fish, Brianna. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) The more you know. Oh man. 
the rainbow fish was fucking bomb. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at the picture. It looks. Oh, I thought when I before I zoomed in on the picture, the rainbow fish looked really angry. <laughs> well, yeah. Everyone wants to take his fucking scales, Bree. I know why. <laughs> why the fuck you want my scales? It's literally on my body. I I was bored with this. He needs to learn to share, Bree. Why are we sharing body parts? Why are we sharing literal body parts? I know the message you're trying to fucking share, Scholastic, but that's not the way to do it. <laughs> oh, I have long that's hair. It's not oh, even the publisher. Oh, it's not? <laughs> it's, it's Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> Makes fucking... I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it makes sense, but doesn't it does not? Oh Dang. my gosh! The more you know. What's your favorite color? Not color book. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! What is your favorite picture book? Well, you talked about how a book that was big at your school, which you know, Rainbow Fish. Uh-huh. <laughs> the book that was big at my elementary school that all the little five-year-olds went fucking bananas for okay. was Click Clack Moo: Cows That Type. Okay, I'll be honest. I see that book everywhere, but I don't actually know what the fuck it's about. Can I B- take a guess? Go for it. <laughs> okay. Um, click, click. Okay, I've seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen, like, somewhere around the. Okay, the cows are, like, pissed at the farmer, right? And then. Mm-hmm. I think I've read. I don't. I don't. I, okay. The cows are pissed off at the farmer. They're like, I don't like this. I don't like. We don't have this hay. We don't have. You know, how come they're like, the pig's barn is bigger than our barn and all that stuff. So they're writing to the farmer their list of demands before they riot. Or are they sharing their fucking udders too? What's happening? <laughs> Do, were they told to share their milk even though they were born with it? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm still on the rainbow fish. Anyway, continue. No, no, you're, you're right. It really, I was! <laughs> yes! They, <laughs> the, <laughs> I was? The cows found... The cows are not happy at the farm. They find uh-huh. a typewriter in the barn, and they begin to write letters to the farmer making demands, and then going on milk strike when their demands are not met. <laughs> and, and the farmer realizes this this is getting really out of hand (laughs) um they make a deal with the farmer saying that if the uh farmer gives them electric blankets then they'll give the typewriter back and the farmer is like nah i don't want to do that so he makes a deal with the duck (laughs) and says that he wants the duck to steal the typewriter and bring it back (laughs) the the plot twist of this book is that the ducks Take the typewriter for themselves, and they start writing letters to the farmer making demands. This is literally a cute and like cute illustrated version of Animal Farm by George oh. Orwell. Is what this really boils down to, in which I did not realize until I was writing for this episode. <laughs> it is literally a cow dystopia. <laughs> So, I don't know if we should do a spoiler warning for picture books, but what happens at the end? Does 
the ducks, they they went in, right? They're like, no, we got some demands. And then the farmer's like, all right, pigs, what do you got? Is that what happened? No, they don't bring the pigs into this. Then it'd be too close to Animal Farm. Uh, no, they... <laughs> they the bring farmer, in sheep. No, the farmer gives up. Oh. <laughs> and he gives the cows their blankets, and he gives the ducks a diving board for their pond. That's kind of awesome. All right, that's, that's cool. It's pretty rad. That's pretty great. <laughs> No, we all went feral for that book at story time. Really? <laughs> oh, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like the fucking pretentious fish. Dude, California, man. <laughs> Cows on strike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And vain pretty bitches. That's what we got. Uh, oh, man. Another one we went well for was a uh, chicka chicka boom boom. Well, you're just making shit up at this point. No, I'm not. <laughs> what is that? It was an alphabet book about all these, all these uh, letters trying to climb a coconut tree. What? <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. I, I know you're not. <laughs> you never heard of chicka chicka boom boom? No. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Okay, they're letters trying to... What? The lowercase alphabet tries climbing up a coconut tree in order Uh until their weight causes the tree to lean over and everyone falls out of the tree. After that, the uppercase alphabet comes to rescue them. Again, alphabetically, while being rescued, most of the letters receive injuries, including D having a skin knee. G being all out of breath, J and K about to cry, and P having a black eye. Get it? Black eyed P. (laughs) It's it's a whole lot of puns (laughs) about these guys trying to climb a tree and getting injured. About all these letters. I wish we did, like, our podcast where, like, you can see our faces, because my... (laughs) blank look on her I'm just like what? You're serious what the fuck? We were children Brie, this was the height of hilarity. That's very fucking true that's interesting I had my other picture book that which I guess we're sticking on theme now that I remember what the theme of what the plot is for the, the, the rainbow fish was Because another book we really loved was, is called No David. (laughs) Oh no, I do know that one. I never read that one. The illustrations did not gel with me. The whole book is this guy, David's mom, yelling at David for doing things he's not supposed to do. He's putting the cat in the fucking fish tank, and it's just his mom. No, David. It's just like that's basically the whole book. David, uh, tracking mud into the house. David putting the cat in the fucking fish tank. David like painting all over the walls and like everything you're not supposed to do. But David was doing it. So every fucking page is no, David. And then like, I think the book ends with. David doing that one nice thing, and then it's like, good night, David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. 
David and Rainbow Fish have a lot in common. <laughs> I don't know why, but we really liked it. Because, like, the, the illustrations on No David was just, like, his face was just so angry and beady. So, like, no, it was any- horrifying. That's yeah. why I never touched that book. I was like, I don't need that energy in my life. Oh, my God. He reminds me of, like, Sid from Toy Story. The yes! same energy. David is Sid, where he's just doing all the bad things. <laughs> no, David. Ew, David. No, I went for all, like, the, the gentler <laughs> kind of <laughs> illustrations. Are you telling me no, David's not gentle? No. No, Brianna. <laughs> No oh, man, God. I love I love the very hungry caterpillar. That was you don't know the little very hungry caterpillar. No, Are you no, serious? I'm dead serious. No, no, I know what it is, but I've never like we didn't read it in school. Oh. We liked No David and Clifford. Oh my gosh, Clifford was good. Clifford was great. Clifford. I watch Clifford on PBS every morning. Oh, same. Also, uh, if you give a mouse a cookie, I love that. I one. thank you. <laughs> Give a mouse a cookie, so cute. And then there was also if you give a moose a muffin, and I think there's another one. But there's more. Yeah, I I've read the first three. I read if you give a moose a cookie, if, if if you give a mouse a cookie, if you give a moose a muffin, and if you give a pig a pancake. <laughs> we did love Doctor Seuss. Like we had oh, like yeah. a whole, uh, we had like a whole like Doctor Seuss week. Um, mm-hmm. Our school, my elementary school, was very involved. Maybe because like what. I went to school in a nicer part of town before my parents got divorced. <laughs> and so, uh, like, the whole school, like, whenever we would have, like, events or, like, productions and stuff for theater and stuff, like, the whole school was involved. Like, mm-hmm. each class had, like, a specific part, and then we'd have, like, fairs and stuff. So, like, Dr. Seuss Week, each classroom would have, like, a specific book. Mm-hmm. Like, the fifth graders would have, oh, the places you'll go, and so, like, the fifth grade hall had, like, all the rainbows, and, like, all the artwork, and, like, mm-hmm. t- they would talk about all the places we'd go, and then, um, fourth graders had, like, uh, uh green eggs and ham or some shit, like, it was, Dr. Seuss was a hit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dr. Seuss is a cheap. what's your favorite Dr. Seuss book? Green eggs and ham, because that was my first one. Mm-hmm. Mine's There's a Locket in My Pocket. Oh, that one's so cute! I love it. All the rhymes and the weird little creatures. I loved it so much. I I had, like, a whole bunch of Dr. Seuss books. Really? Like, yeah, I had, like, probably about 20 different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all, all my um, kids' books are up in the attic at my parents' house, so I haven't seen them in a hot minute, but... I had a lot. And I also had some that were, like, kind of, like, not written by Dr. Seuss, but kind of in the same vein. I remember there was one called Go Dog Go. It was just so many different dog, like, illustrations, dogs doing all this crazy stuff. It was Mm -hmm. great. (laughs) I remembered why we had Dr. Seuss week. Mm Mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss was born in Bakersfield. He lives in San Diego. He lived in San Diego. Oh, nice. And so he, like, I remember, because he, he passed before uh, I was in school, but I know that he would, like, sometimes, like, for Dr. Seuss week, he would go stop by the school, do, like, like a whole-ass assembly, mm-hmm. reading one of the books and stuff. Nice. Like, 
I was like, why are we so... It, like, clicked in my head. I'm like, I'm remembering this. I'm like, damn, we really went hard for Dr. Seuss. (laughs) 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 Where is hometown? (laughs) Just kidding, I lied. Cat in the Hat. One of my favorites. Mm. Mm -hmm. Going original. Yes, 100%. Did you ever read the Richard Scary books? No. Oh, man. I freaking loved those books and also my grandma had a lot of the vhs tapes of like the animated versions of books at her house Uh and she like practically like half raised me up to the age of five because my mom was still working so i'd go to my grandma's house every day so i'm very nostalgic about those books i just had like a few more like picture books like just really stuck with me Mm -hmm. um stella luna which one's that one? It's it's the little bat that gets separated from her family and gets adopted by a, a family of pigeons. That sounds so cute. <laughs> it's really cute. What? Um, there's one called The Mitten, which was like um, a little boy loses his like white mitten mitten in a forest and it's about all the little animals finding the mitten and trying to find things to do with it or trying to make their home inside of it it's yeah also just precious beyond belief absolutely <laughs> oh and then there's the berenstein bears oh there's so many berenstein bears so books. many berenstein so bears. many oh my gosh and i am i'm full on that mandela effect about the berenstein bears too what You don't know the Mandela effect? No. Do you know what the Mandela effect is? No. That's where, like, you remember something specifically that is in stark opposite of what reality actually is. People were trying to say it's like a... It's an argument for, like, parallel universes or stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, Um, it actually... Like, you thought it happened, but it actually didn't happen? Yeah. Like, like... The Monopoly Man having a monocle. Some people remember the Monopoly Man having a monocle, but he doesn't actually. Okay. But the Berenstein Bears is, people think it's, I especially remember it as Berenstein Bears. Oh. But the actual spelling is Berenstain Bears. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not! (laughs) Unfortunately, yes. (laughs) Go look up a Berenstein Bears book. Look up an image and you will see. It says Berenstain Bears. No, they're lying to us. No. How, would, how could you have every, it too? <laughs> how could every education system pronounce it Berenstain Bears, including the lady in the children's book, Barnes and Noble section? She's very dedicated to her job. She calls it <laughs> Berenstain Bears. <laughs> no, because I have I have problems with this too. Because I. I pretty much taught myself to read. Like, my parents helped me a bit along the way, but I was, like, such an avid reader. I, like, picked it up on my own. And I was very big on the phonetics of, like, sounding every word out. And I said, Berenstein bears whenever I was reading. Because I would, like, run my finger along and I would pronounce every syllable. And that is how I remember learning that word. (laughs) I do not remember Berenstein bears. It was Berenstein. Yeah, it should be. It's, it is. <laughs> the author, the author, wrong. Absolutely wrong. But yeah, I'm big on that Mandela effect. <laughs> like, jeez. The author got it wrong. The, the whole world can't be wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. It's one guy writing these <laughs> stories. 
but the whole world knows it as Berenstein Bears. Oh, man. Yeah, no. I. Not everyone does. Some people do insist that it's Berenstein, but. Like, <coughs> Heathens. Yeah, I, I swear. I... Heathens. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm. <laughs> oh, before we move on. I do say, like, uh, I love picture books, and, like, I didn't think I'd ever get back to them, to mm-hmm. be honest, but um, we all, we have, like, the collector's editions at work and stuff, mm-hmm. but there was a specific one that came out for a Chinese New Year this past year, and uh, you guys know, we said it in the very first episode that we're basically, like, YA fantasy nerds, like, or fantasy-esque, that's, that's our genre, that's our shit. Mm-hmm. I saw this book because I love Mulan so much. Uh, favorite Disney princess ever of all time. They came out with a picture book called uh, Mulan's uh, 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 New Year. Mulan's Chinese New Year is in, it's on my shelf. It is the cutest fucking thing. It's basically a young Mulan with her parents going through Chinese New Year. And it is so fucking cute. I had to buy it. I'm like, all right, I'll read this to my niece or my nephew or, like, future kids. But I'm like, nah, I read it and I enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. really cute. Yeah. Also, I just love the art and illustrations in children's books. I like, know. It's I, it's beautiful. <laughs> I li- I'm glad that we're doing, like, a... Because the art is so great, but also, like, it also takes really good storytelling to, like, have, mm-hmm. to have kids resonate with these books like you and I are like firing off these books and like we've you know books at this age is so important Mm -hmm. so so important it shaped who we are today you can tell how I turned out you know with my favorite book being (laughs) no David (laughs) and fucking rainbow fish (laughs) oh man yeah no some some children's books just like really stand the test of time like, like there's a, there's some that like are really, like a, oh, really old stories that like I learned through picture books and stuff. Like, um, the Velveteen Rabbit. Ooh, what's was, that one? It's about um a little toy rabbit who um wants to become real, and the only way to become real is if a child loves you so much that they believe that you're real as well and it's just this this little rabbit's journey with a boy that loves him and like getting lost at one point and the boy forgetting about him and then a a forest fairy finds him and grants him his wish and he becomes a real bunny oh my god it is the sweetest story ever um, I recently found, I listened to ASMR to go to sleep, just, like, people talking about stuff more than anything, that kind mm-hmm. of ASMR, and one of my fam- favorite ASMR artists recently did a video where she read The Velveteen Rabbit, and Aww. I have, I've gone to sleep listening to that video <laughs> a lot. That's it's so cute! Oh, it heals my heart. Aww. When I think of books like that, uh, I instantly go to The Giving Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, we were taught that one very early on. And so just, you know, just this journey with this tree and this guy and, like, how basically, like, they, I have nothing left to give at the end. And the guy's just like, I just want a place to sit. 
and he just sits on the stump of the tree after the tree is given so much and it was just I, I loved it I loved the giving tree a lot mm-hmm. and that one was written by Shel Silverstein yeah also Shel Silverstein's poetry books are like what got me into poetry in the first place really like um, where the sidewalk ends a light in the attic falling mm-hmm. up those ones mm-hmm. I love those books mm-hmm. like some a lot of like really funny poems some profound poems like I got read those as a kid too mm-hmm. um, there's another one that's like a, a much older story by Rudyard Kipling who wrote the Jungle Book oh yeah yeah um, but it's called Ricky Ticky Tavi I don't know if you've heard that one I have um, not it's about um, a little mongoose which is like I don't know. The best I can equate it to is like a ferret or something. <laughs> but bigger and stronger than that. And like a, it's like a British family that lives in India and they have this pet mongoose okay. named Ricky Tiki Tabby. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, basically how he lives with a family and then one day there's a family of cobras that are planning to break into the house and kill the family. And he goes on a mission to save his family from the cobras. Aww. It's 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 a weird little story but really cute. Yeah. What are some of the books you started like reading on your own? Like less picture books and more picking like, up on your own? Um honestly and truly like chapter book chapter book, I'm gonna be honest, I was at a very high reading level at a very young age. Me too. Like, I... It... It shocked my parents, because they're like, oh, man, she's great! But I'm just like, oh, we're about to get into debt for books, babe. Um, but, because I started, like, I read, like, Magic Treehouse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have specific... I wrote it down. My specific books that I remember for Magic Treehouse. Um... There was uh, Nights at Dawn and Viking Ships at Sunrise. Those two I would read over and over. Mm-hmm. But I never read at my reading level. I think yeah, I, like, me neither. <laughs> I don't have too many, like, I didn't read a lot. I know Judy Bloom was good, you know, but I never read it. <laughs> I didn't read too much Judy Bloom. Um, I think, like, the very first book I got into, I think I talked about it, was Poppy. Um, it was about a mouse who, well, the very first book, Poppy, uh, it was about a mouse who had this boyfriend named Ragweed. Ragweed got eaten by an owl, and so she had to traverse, like, the open plains from the house they Mm -hmm. were at to, like, where the rest of the mice were. She had to go through those plains with nothing but, uh, like, a needle as a sword. And Mm -hmm. she had, like, a piercing, and she had an ear piercing, so she could tell who she is, Poppy, and then, like, she ends up killing the the owl. It's great. And so, we actually read that, like, it's like, third grade, maybe? My teacher, like, read it to us, trying to Mm -hmm. get us to, like, read more books. And then I was curious about it, so then I read the sequel, which was Poppy and Rye, which I guess apparently that's my very first ship, because I shipped (laughs) the shit out of Poppy and Rye. I thought they were the cutest thing, but they're fucking mice. (laughs) And so, uh, I read that one, and then I have... Uh, two older sisters who uh, read Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And so I dove straight 
headfirst into Harry Potter because of them. Yeah. What you said about the poppy book reminds me of The Tale of Despero. Yeah! Which is also about a little tinier than normal mouse that uses a, <laughs> uses a needle as a sword. But, oh, no, the, that book, that was one of my first books with, like, multiple POVs, too. Cause, really? Like, yeah, because the book has, like, a bunch of, um, it's told through the eyes of several different characters mm-hmm. as it goes along. Like, um, there's a princess, there's a, I think she's a kitchen maid. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, a rat. Like, it's, it's really good. Yeah. Like, w- one of the most intricate storytellings that I read at that age. Yeah. Because I also, like, read way past my reading level early, but, like, I did read those books. I just went through them very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, most of the books that are, like, children's books that we're going to be talking about, I, I read till third grade, and then third grade I started yeah, reading. Third grade, like, third grade, I was not reading third grade books, I'll be honest. Yeah. I was not, because I know that we have, like, at the store, we have, like, a section, like, hey, I can read chapter one, level one, and then, like, basically the books are like, oh, this is what you should be reading. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't reading, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man, I got a, I got a crazy story about that. Yes, give um, me. Yeah, so I read voraciously. And, um, by third grade, we had, um, we had, it was, like, called something like the Reading Olympics at our school, where you, like, kept track of how many books you've read in the year. And, like, then by a certain point in the year, you get prizes for how many books you'd read. Yeah. And top prize for some ungodly reason. <laughs> like, second prize was, like, a pizza party for your classroom. First prize was you get to be the principal's assistant for the day. Why the fuck would we want that assistant? Yeah, no. They literally thought, let's take the kid who reads the most in a year which is always going to be the shyest, most quiet-spoken, hide-in-the-shadows-and-read child, and we're going to make them read the morning announcements. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) No, that wasn't the worst part. And we're going to have her basically do chores that the principal wants done in that day. And the what? first thing they wanted me to do was they wanted they had like these like presidential posters that for some reason they were going to be hanging up in every classroom, and she was like, "Why don't you go door to door and deliver these to every classroom?" And I was terrified, and they were big, and I was tiny. I was a very tiny little kid, and it got yeah. to the point where I like got to the hallway that my classroom was in, and I tripped and I dropped them, and they went all over the hallway, and I just burst into tears. <laughs> and my my teacher came out of her classroom and like had to like lead me into the classroom and back to my desk and be like, "It's okay, you don't have to finish the rest of the day," and like having the rest of the class like say, like, "Oh, she tried so hard." Let's give her a round of applause. Oh, that makes it worse! (laughs) It was worse! To this day, I cringe whenever I think about that. (laughs) It's like. Oh my god! (laughs) I had a similar experience because we had those marathons too. And so that's like. Also, I think I read higher than I was supposed to, also because 
like, you know, the challenges like that, and I, like, because mm-hmm. Vanessa, my two older sisters, like, they read casually, like, they got the Harry Potter books because it was a fad, and, like, movies were coming out, mm-hmm. but I wanted to be, like, oh, yeah, I read higher le- reading level, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think, like, uh, I was recognized in, like, my class, like, being, like, one of, like, the higher readers and stuff, and so when we got the new library, I was uh, in charge of cutting the ribbon mm-hmm. to, like, open up the new library. <laughs> I did first they told me last minute I had no idea what I was doing and Mm -hmm. so they were like you have to be over there I'm like what and then I was just really confused by my teacher and then she like it was the whole fucking school by the way whole Mm -hmm. school like in front they're like all you have to do is like chop it like these oversized scissors I'm like (laughs) they're like smile for the picture and I'm just like <laughs> I don't want to be here. Yeah, I'm like I don't want. I'm like I just wanted to read, dude. <laughs> like, why am I? Kind of, what? Huh? <laughs> oh, the like, childhood the, trauma they put us through for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I was just really fucking confused. Like, why are you making me do this? Yeah. Oh man. The, like smile. Like. It's like, why did they keep offering up additional responsibility as a prize? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what child psychologist were they listening to? They're like, you know what? <laughs> a best way to reward hard work with hard more work. work. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I would have fucking loved a pizza party, but no. <laughs> I got put in the public eye, and I had to do the principal's dirty work for the day. <laughs> Did you have a little pin? I don't think so. <laughs> um, what other what other books did you read then? Um, let's see. When I was like, when I was speeding through my age levels. <laughs> um, <laughs> I skipped three and four. <laughs> yeah. Um, I read uh, I read the Winnie the Pooh books, which I actually just got, like, a collector's edition, all of them in, like, one hardbound book recently, Aww. which, like, those, those have, like, some of the best quotes of, like, any children's book ever. Like, it's so beautiful. I love those. Um, let's see. Um... I, I, I read a little bit of Magic Treehouse. Yeah. But I was more of a Babysitter's Club person. <laughs> I I own, like, the first 16 of those books, which there was, like, well over 100 of. Mm-hmm. I love those books. Boxcar Children was pretty good, too. Frog and Toad. That was one of the younger side of books, too. Yeah. Amelia Bedelia. Did you ever read those? No, what the hell? It's <laughs> like... Um, it was, it's about, like, this, like, housemaid that can never, like, follow directions correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, she would take every direction completely wrong. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was trying to think of one, but, um, I think there is, oh, yeah, like, um, like, to draw the drapes. Which, you know, usually means, like, mm-hmm. pull the drapes back. She drew a picture of the drapes. <laughs> to dust the furniture. She literally threw dust over the furniture. Oh, wait. <laughs> and, 
Okay, wait. Was this also because I remember the end? She was at, was she at like a baseball game, and where they told her to run home, and she ran home to clean up the house? I, I imagine that did happen in one of the books, but like my favorite one was to dress the chicken, and she put the, the chicken in a little tux. Oh, <laughs> it's just like that. Like it's basically like teach like double meanings to kids, but it's also just very funny. I I loved that mm-hmm. <laughs> books. Um, and then this this is this is a deep cut. Benicula. No. Did you ever read Benicula? No, I've not. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> that book is amazing. It's so ridiculous. Basically, this family gets a new bunny, and then after a while, they start to notice that, like, all of the vegetables in their yes! fridge are, like, <laughs> withered and have no color left in them. <laughs> I did read this book! Yes! <laughs> I loved Bunicula. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Yeah, there's a whole lot of... I have a massive list of books sitting here. I could just read these out. Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh, man. Um, I read Little Princess, The Wind in the Willows. Um, those are both older children's books. Mm-hmm. Of course, Alice in Wonderland. Uh-huh. I got on... I, to this day... Yep. <laughs> you know how much I love Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland your shit. Mm-hmm. Pippi Longstocking. Mm-hmm. Which I actually one. went as Pippi Longstocking for Halloween one year, and I had the braids out to the sticking out of the side of my head. That's so cute. My mom got wires and like put up. I should find it and post it on the Twitter. <laughs> it it was probably one of the best Halloween costumes I've ever had. Um, Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing and all of those books. Mm-hmm. I've read those. Yeah, those are good. Oh, I like them. I still have those books. They're really? My, they're in my closet, because I didn't have space room on my current bookshelves, but mm-hmm. I still have all of those. Um, the Ramona Quimby, Ramona and Beezus books. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, all those. Junie B. Jones. <laughs> I did read a lot of Junie B. Jones. My parents didn't like me reading Junie B. Jones, because they thought it taught me bad behavior. <laughs> Jeannie B. Jeannie Jones B. is Jones a little was, shit. She was a little shit. She's <laughs> right up there with David and Rainbow Fish. Mm-hmm. That and uh, Judy Moody, which I also Oh, love. yeah, no, I wasn't allowed to read Judy Moody. I also just love the covers of the Judy Moody, Moody books. They were, like, really cool. Like, they had, like, holographic elements to it. Yeah, no, my parents, they were like, you're not reading Judy Moody. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was mostly my parents and Harry Potter, which I didn't read till like, I think, like, the summer before fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Rolled doll books, so Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, James and the Giant Peach. Yep. That was good, too. Good shit, my guy! Read The Witches, too, which messed me up. <laughs> I did not read The Witches. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the creepier ones. Um, let's see. Because of Winn-Dixie. I love Because of Winn-Dixie. It's so sweet. It made me cry. I know. Oh, man. Um, series of Unfortunate Events books. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I still... All of them are on my bookshelf over really? there. Really? All of them. And the extra books that he wrote. 
Oh my god, same! Because, like, I... Okay, when I was, like, reading at such a young age, mm -hmm. I was really interested, because, like, I, for whatever reason... I know the reason. I got into books that had, like, series, because I wanted to mm -hmm. know more. So I read all the series of Fortunate Friends. I was a bitch for The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and I read Oh my gosh, Narnia, yes! I was, go I was going insane. I begged my dad to take me to the premiere. And then oh so my gosh. we're watching, and he's like, you know what's about God, right? And I'm like, it's a fucking lion. What the hell? <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> and I was trying to be... Just tell him, like, I know it is now, because it technically is. But I was just, like, really enamored by the books, and then just mm -hmm. all... All of them are so fucking good. Ah, oh, great. Mm -hmm. No, I love the Chronicles of Narnia mm -hmm. so much. All of them. Even the weird ones. <laughs> Even, yeah, I know. Because there were a couple real, there real ones real, in there. real, real ones. The horse and his boy, that's the one yeah. that, like, does not fit anywhere in that series. And we I'm like, why is this here? <laughs> that's the one they could have left out. All the other ones made sense. That one, less nah. so. <laughs> no, I loved those books. And Series of Unfortunate Events, too. Mm-hmm. I, you... I had a weird phenomenon happen with Series of Unfortunate Events. Where... I could never find the 11th book. <laughs> the really? 11th book. The Grim Grotto. I could never find it anywhere. Every time I would go to the library, they'd have all the books but that one. Go oh, in bookstores. Wow. All the books but that one. That one was like the weird, like... <laughs> Does it exist? <laughs> it's like the golden snitch of books. <laughs> Even when I was going and like buying all the books later in life, once I had money and I was making my own little library, <laughs> it took me forever to find that one. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I also read The Hobbit when I was still in elementary school. Me Not too. The Lord of the Rings. I didn't le read Lord of the Rings. Actually, you know, Lord of the Rings, I think, was like early sixth grade, I think, was when I finally read it. Honestly those. and truly, same. Mm -hmm. I got into the franchises early on because I had two older sisters. Mm -hmm. Vanessa was the one that read the books. And then, the, obviously, I learned from Rainbow Fish, and they, well, they learned from Rainbow Fish, and I was able to share, so I read Harry Potter, and, uh, I read The Hobbit first, and then Lord of the Rings was definitely sixth grade, somewhere mm. on the sixth or seventh, maybe. Yeah. I think, like, one of my, like, weirdest, not weirdest, but, like, I don't know, one of my biggest, like, book fascinations when I was still that age was, weirdly enough, epistolary books, which are- they're books written in the form of, like, letters or diary entries. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And, um, there were a few of those. Well, one, I read the American Girl books. Oh, mm -hmm. You didn't read American Girl? No. Oh, American Girl's my shit. <laughs> so, like, every time a catalog came in the mail, I'd go through and look at all the dolls and all the crazy accessories. And I was like, oh, Aww. man, I want that. <laughs> I, was, I was much more of a girly girl when I was little. But oh, I was not. I turned into a girly girl <laughs> as I grew up. But then the butch in me comes out every once in a while, just like, ah, oh, Bree, knock it off. You, you ain't that girly girl. Cal Cal California's not got you yet. No, I, I read, like, all of the American Girl books at that time. I think, like, Samantha was my favorite. I also love Felicity. Um, and then they also put out, like, some American Girl, like, mystery books. But, like, I read a lot of, like, the historical, like, diary novels, too, because mm -hmm. there was a series called Dear America, I think, and basically it was just 
different books that were like written like a girl's diary taking place at like this place in this time in history and um they like one from a girl coming over on the mayflower um there's one that kind of traumatized me about a girl living in new york during the industrial revolution and like yeah. her her, her uh, older sister was killed in a factory fire it was like but yeah it was like all of those and then there was another series called royal diaries where um it was the diaries of like different royal princesses from okay. around the world like there is um queen elizabeth the first her diary um uh princess anastasia romanov mm -hmm. um marie antoinette uh Eleanor of Aquitaine, like all of these different princesses throughout history, and that was like kind of how I learned a lot of history along the way. Was I would read those books? Okay. And those were those were my shit. At some point, if I do have a chunk of money to burn in the future, I would love finding all of those and reading those again Aww. and adding those to my library because those are really good. Remember some of the books that you read? When you were in elementary school? Honestly, uh, after third grade, like, some of the books, they, like I said, I would have to do series. I didn't, I never really did, like, any standalone books. Mm -hmm. So, because I wanted to always read more, so that's when I got into the series, Fortune Events, Chronicles of Narnia, um, Harry Potter, uh, where's my notes? Oh, duh, hello! Percy Jackson and the Olympians. I really got into Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um definitely fell off for a bit i tried to read the aragon series so many times and for whatever reason i could never get into it i don't know what it was i don't know why everyone in my school was talking about aragon and i know it's being a disney plus show I, I think, think I have heard that that they're I think it's supposed coming to be... out as a Disney Plus show. But mm -hmm. I have serious beef with Aragon for no reason because I've tried to start the book so many times and I just couldn't get into it. Really great premise. Have you read it? Yeah, I love Aragon. I have all the books on my shelf over there. I don't know why I couldn't get into it. Like I love the like the story sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was just the writing. I've just like. I don't know what it was, but I'm like, I couldn't get into the Aragon books. And I've tried multiple times. I would mm -hmm. constantly like, go back to the library. I'm like, oh, well, I'll check out Aragon again. And then I'll, the time would go up and it would be due. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, bye. And then mm -hmm. a few months would pass and then, you know, vice versa. Um, did you read the Artemis Fowl books? I was recommended Artemis Fowl by my third grade teacher. <laughs> When really? I, I kind of like read through, I wasn't like on, she could tell I was not like on the reading level of everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, can you please recommend me something that I actually want to read? <laughs> <laughs> and she saw how interested I was in fantasy and she recommended me Artem's Fell and I tried to get into the first book, but like, for some reason or other, it just went over my head and I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm not, this isn't, I'm not jamming with this one. <laughs> Oh, I really got into Holes. I was. Oh I my holes. gosh, yes. Uh, holes was a good one. I. 
I read it before we read it as a class, because technically we're supposed to read it as a class, but I saw it one day, and I liked mm-hmm. the art, <laughs> so I read it first, and then when the teacher, I don't remember what grade this was, was like, oh, we're gonna read Holes! I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Because we're reading it in class, and they're gonna be asking me questions, and I already know the book. Mm-hmm. So, I don't remember the book she gave me after that was. I think, no, just kidding. She kept me ahead. So, next I read The Giver. Mm-hmm. And so, I would ended up helping her like pick questions and stuff and like she wanted like I really like this teacher it was like fourth or fifth grade she was like really engaged with like my reading mm-hmm. and so I would like go to her as like not like a book kind of like a book report be like oh hey I, I really like this book and so I was reading The Giver while they were reading Holes mm-hmm. and then I got bullied because they thought the teacher was picking favorites no yeah I got the teacher's pet thing mm-hmm. too did you ever read um, Chasing Vermeer? No. Oh, we read those books um, in uh, my gifted and talented class, yeah. which which we called Kaleidoscope um, yeah. in my school. Um, but uh, we were doing like a a semester on like art and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we did um, Chasing Vermeer, which is about um, these kids who help find a stolen Vermeer painting. Yeah. But it's really good. It's like a lot of like puzzles and mysteries and that type of stuff. Those were those were just really cool books. And the illustrator who did like the cover illustration and some illustrations on the inside was the same one who did the illustrations for series of unfortunate events. Yeah. So that drew me in. Which that illustration also did um, Shakespeare's Secret. Mm-hmm. Which was another really good one. But, yeah. Those are some, like, random books that <laughs> I, I read during that time. I also read, I because I was looking at my other fucking books, Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, jeez. was one geez. of my favorite books. I think I read it in either fourth or fifth grade. And I absolutely bawled my eyes out. Mm-hmm. And then again, when I saw I was becoming a movie, I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I... I begged my dad, and he took me, and I'm just bawling my eyes out. I was surprised to see, like, he got into it, too, because usually he, like, laughs at the shit I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't read the book, um, but I saw the movie, and then after that, I didn't want to read the book. The book was worse. It I don't, was much I don't do worse. sad things. <laughs> it was... I didn't know what was gonna happen when we read the book. <laughs> I read the back, I'm like, aww! And I'm reading and just, like, I think that might have been, like, one of my, like, most heartbroken, like, mm-hmm. at such a young age when I'm reading these books and I'm just, like, ow. Like, I, like, got, like, mm-hmm. emotionally hurt. That and Goblet of Fire. Oh, when did Goblet of Fire come out? Hold on. Oh, no. It was the, um, Order of the Phoenix that broke me. Yeah. It freaked me out and also broke me. <laughs> I don't know why that that book in particular, like, it, like, it's almost like a horror book to me in parts, because, like, all the, like, all the dreams he was going through, and the Mm -hmm. visions, and then, like, the Department of Mysteries was, like, just described so terrifyingly, and also at that point in time, I had, I was, I destroyed my eyes as a child by trying to read at night after I... 
uh-huh. with, without my parents knowing. Um, but at that point in time, I had this this little clock that could like change colors if you pressed the top of it. And um, my favorite color at the time was blue, so I had it on like oh, the course. dark blue. And there's the blue glow and like the illustration on the front of the book and stuff. Yeah. So it like started like really freaking me out, and I couldn't ever use that setting on my clock oh, again. No. <laughs> Goblet of Fire came out July eighth, two thousand. Mm-hmm. I know these books were old, but I was just, like, looking at that, I'm like, when did it come out? I'm like, yeah, no, it makes sense, because I read Goblet of Fire, and, like, we would go to, like, not the midnight premieres, but my sisters would have to take us to see the movies, because it was great. I remember my dad, sorry, I'm jumping back and forth. Okay. I, I put my dad through a lot of shit, because, like, I made my dad wait outside of Borders with me so I can get <laughs> <laughs> the final book, <laughs> uh, Deathly Hollows, um... Uh, as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I also read a lot of, um, fairy tale books <laughs> when I was a kid. So that's yeah. when I got into, like, the Ella Enchanted and all the Gail Carson oh. Levine books. Like, Ferris, Two Princesses of Bamar. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also, there's a book called Just Ella. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> Cinderella retellings. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... Have you read A Wrinkle in Time? Yes, it's I have. So good. I read all the books in that series. Yeah. Um, but I really only like the first two books. The first two books were great. Because after that, they started getting weird and going over my head, and I'm just like, what am I reading? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking loved. I think we're going back to picture books, but Madeline. Oh my it was gosh, such Madeline! A cute book. I remember, like, I wanted her outfit. <laughs> I wanted the little yellow and like oh. the little hat and just like the like the cute like schoolgirl outfit. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I'm like I would have loved the uniforms. Like when I was like when I was younger, I'm like, oh, uniforms would have been so cool. <laughs> what the like opening line of that book? Um, in an old house in Paris that was covered in vine lived 12 little girls in two straight lines, and the littlest one was Madeline. Yes! Oh my gosh! I fucking love that book series so much! Oh, and then there was also, like, there was a Madeline, um, movie that we had on VHS tape that was, like, an absolute fever dream, mm-hmm. um, where, like... She gets kidnapped into a workhouse. <laughs> and all these kids are making lace and they have to like uh they have to uh recruit like mice to like get the message out there that there's that they're being held captive. <laughs> I mean Yeah. Madeline lost in Paris, yes. I like that one. I remember Lost in Paris. The the cover of it is like so happy and jolly and then the um the, the plot of it is so not happy and I jolly. Know. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I can't fucking believe I forgot about one of my favorite book series in elementary school, The City of For- Ember. Have you read them? Yes! I love so The City of good. Ember! The City of Sparks, oh the gosh. second book, like, The City of Sparks, what's, the, what's that one called? The, the, something, the, 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 the People of Sparks. The People of Sparks, mm-hmm. the second book, 
absolute favorite book in the series. It was so good. Oh my god. I feel like City of Ember is one of those, like, timeless books. Like, Mm -hmm. I reread it in high school, and I fucking loved it. It is so... Again, I'm probably reading above my reading level in elementary Mm -hmm. school, but, like, I love the City of Ember so much. And it was, like, just such a unique concept, too. I know! Really stands the test of time. Here. They made a movie version of it that was... Yeah, it's not the best, but I still go... I still... I own it. Because I got it on like a three-in-one DVD mm-hmm. that also includes Aragon, so like it's not the not the greatest <laughs> adaptations. But hey, the Aragon movie, even I will admit, sucks. Though yeah. it did have Garrett Hedlund as Murtag, and he was one of my first <laughs> on-screen <laughs> crushes. Because <laughs> boy, he was hot. But <laughs> oh hell yeah, brother! <laughs> Garrett Hedlund and Aragon, and Ben Barnes and Prince Caspian. <laughs> ben Barnes and Chris Caspian? Yes! Oh my god, <laughs> he was hot as hell. Oh man, yeah. No, I love City of Ember mm-hmm. so much. Oh, did you ever read Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim? I've heard of it. Se- oh, I've my never gosh. read it. It's so good. It's What's like, it about? Um, the basic plot is this little mouse named Mrs. Frisbee. Um, mm-hmm. she lives in a um a brick that she's made into a house with her two little children. Okay. In a in a farm. Um. And she finds out that the farmer's going to basically tear up the field where she lives or whatever and she's trying to seek help and she hears about these rats that have supernatural strength and intelligence okay and basically seeks them out and basically they were rats that were experimented on in a laboratory or whatever and they like have this whole like secret society um (laughs) of of them and basically she seeks them out to help her move her house and save her kids and stuff but like it's it was just really fascinating book there's also an animated um movie of it called the secret of dim and it's really good okay question have you read the goosebumps series no i have not okay i liked the goosebumps series i went through like a little horror phase in like fourth fourth grade or whatever this was also around the time where, like, my parents were getting divorced, so I was, like, I was adapting into my emo ways. And so I was, like, really into Goosebumps. And as much as I loved Goosebumps the books, the Goosebumps show, the TV series, scared the absolute fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed those books. Those were fun. They, Goosebumps, like, brings a different type of horror. It's... It's a very unique horror, like, scary storytelling. Mm-hmm. Because some of it's psychological, and I'm just like, whoa. Like, at that time, I'm just like, bro, it doesn't get scarier than Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. I also read, um, did you ever read the Sweet Valley High books? I've... It sounds very familiar. Yeah, they were an older series. Um, yeah, it's about two twins 
that live in California and get shenanigans. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I read several of those, but I more liked they had, um, they had like larger novels. Yeah. That spun off of those. They're like specials and like some of them were like mysteries and stuff and I really liked those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you read The uh, Traveler in Time? I don't think I have, no. That one was a good one. It was that, like, because I was going through also, like, a time phase. So I read A Wrinkle in Time, and then I read The Traveler in Time, and then I read... Uh, I was I had an affiliation, uh, a fascination for time for a minute there. But um, it was a really good book. It was different. Um, oh, the Little House on the Prairie series. Yes! I was big on those. I have... Um, my uh i have my grandmother's box set of those Aww. paperback box set which like really kind of falling apart and i'm trying my best to take care of yeah but, yeah because how old are um, they now they're they're old man like i and I, I would need to pull one out and look at the publication date but they are quite old and i found one that i'm really upset that we didn't think of it at the moment but like it Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That one was so sad. Mm-hmm. I think we read that with the teacher too. But oh, it was some pig. <laughs> I, I have a, like one of the like larger copies of it. Like the... Like it's not like a normal like novel size. It's, it's the bigger version mm-hmm. of it. And um, it's... Uh, my, my mom didn't, like, really read to me a lot as a kid, because I did most of the reading on my own. Yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't, like, a lot of, like, bedtime readings, but that's one that I remember specifically we worked through. Like, Aww. every night we would read a chapter of it. So I got that's some nostalgia cute. for that one, too. Question. Did you read any of, like, the Diary of the Wimpy Kid books? No. That was... Yeah. That was too juvenile for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just like tired of wimpy kid. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what I like. Couldn't get into it. Maybe it was because like the cover art. I was it, just like, ah, oh, that's for babies. That Give was <laughs> that was pretty much my. <laughs> like, I'm like, I was already a bit of a book snob at that point. Oh, one hundred percent. There were a few series that I looked at and I was like, that's trash. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Because I was, like, reading... uh, We're out here reading Hobbit, Harry Potter, like, all of this stuff. So Diary of Wimpy Kid, I'm like, that's for kids. (laughs) Captain Underpants. Oh, hell no. I never touched Captain Underpants. Mm -hmm. Animorphs, even. I was just like, no. Exactly. I'm like, nah, those are for babies. I'm a (laughs) big kid. (laughs) I would also... They had, like, the, um... These, like, abridged, like, cla- illustrated classics versions of books that, um, I would, I would read those, so, like, illustrated versions of, like, The Count of Monte Cristo okay. <laughs> and Huckleberry Finn and stuff like that, so I would read those. That's so cool! In elementary school, too, so I, w- I was gearing up for that literature degree. <laughs> <laughs> it all came down to this. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm having trouble digging through my memory for any more of them, but we have been going for a while. We have been going for a while. I'm like, because now I'm just on, like, Goodreads and stuff and, like, going <laughs> through the thing. I just love that you and I had the, like, basically the same, like, reading level and just looking at those books and just, mm-hmm. like, nah. Yeah, I, I imagine some of the stuff we talk about are more people's, like, middle school level books, but... Yeah, yeah, so I feel like we're not going to dive too high into it, too, because mm-hmm. I know... books we read in middle school that needs to be a separate uh yeah absolutely because we i can go off on the book that we're in middle school same middle school like i remember elementary school like i remember the big books in elementary school but middle Mm -hmm. school that's (laughs) that's where i truly blossomed and gained my fast reading i read through the library in middle school me too i lived in that library oh same I was in the library because I'd we'd have to, I'd have to wait for one of my parents to pick me up, so they would yep, was in there yep. for like two, three hours. What else okay, was I didn't I wait that long, do? but <laughs> but you, you know. got it. Yeah, yeah, I would go to the library before school and after school, and like yeah, just chill in there while I was waiting. Mm-hmm. The lady oh, liked me; she thought I was cool. <laughs> The, the librarian in our middle school library had to keep imposing the limit of books you could check out at one time on me. She's like, oh, really? you've already got enough checked out, you can't check out anymore. And I was like, but I want to. But I want to! <laughs> what stop? Oh, man. I remember in middle school, I was so bad. Like, actually mm-hmm. bad. Because I'm, I'm a twin. So I had a bunch of books checked out of the Oh, library. no, I know where this is going! <laughs> I had so many books checked out in the library that I couldn't check out anymore. She wasn't reading, so I took her ID card. And I checked out more books. That's amazing. She wasn't going to read them. She doesn't use our library card. It's just sitting there. It's... It's my fucking face! <laughs> Give it to me! For the viewers listening, I'm an identical twin. Yeah. So- <laughs> that's, that's the best abuse of that power I've ever heard. I don't use it often. I've used, I'll tell you after we're done recording. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, and then we begin, like, for reading, 100% mm-hmm. I took her library card in middle school. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that'll be another episode at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Absolutely. But this was a whole bunch of fun just yeah. reminiscing. Hopefully it was as entertaining to everyone else as it was to us just listing out books, but <laughs> Oh. Yeah, this was a fun episode. I do hope you guys had fun. Um tune in. Next time, are we doing Peter Pan or are we doing uh, I I wrote up a, a like a little list, and I think it's in my purse. <laughs> so I, I would need to go find it because I don't think it's on the notes that I have here. All right. Well, we if you follow us on our social media, we'll announce it. We will announce yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and remember to. Check out a copy of House of Salt and Sorrows by Erin A. Craig to join us for this month's book club, which we'll be doing on the last week of the month. So 
join us for that one. That should be really fun. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, and yeah, check us out on Twitter at ImagineLib, all one word. Uh, send us a Gmail at ImaginaryLibrarians at gmail.com. Um, and you can follow us separately. Uh, I am at Lorelai Lee on Twitter. And I am at underscore Death Omen. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>